Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, good evening. Welcome to PGN, Prophetic Grace Network, where we do it more than we talk about it. Um, Your host, Carmen, and I'll be hosting tonight. We're on live on PGN. Today is September 16th, 2023, and it is also the Jewish New Year uh, of 5784, which means uh, open doors. If you remember back in 2020, um, it was the year of the mouth, and it continues being part of the, the mouth this year because it, they say that those numbers have to do with the mouth, but there's an open door. And so you remember what happened in 2020? COVID hit, and they gave us masks to cover our mouths. So the enemy always has plans to deter God's plans, but God is victorious. And so... Um, the open door, we're going to stand in a position. We're going to position ourselves like the good bride with our lamps trimmed and ready for whatever comes um, to gain the victory because the victory is ours. God declares it, and that's it. And so we have to be in position for it. And so I'll be explaining some of um, those connections. Um, tonight we're going to be talking about clutter, and then you'll find out later on what this clutter is all about and how it affects you. But Before I continue, let me play a song for you. I'll be right back. Thank you. 
Okay, glad to see everybody on the show. Wow, uh, this the screen is really lit tonight. Remember that um, if you want prayer ministry tonight, or if you want to say anything tonight, um, dial one on your phone, and it'll let you into the queue. All right, so um, let's talk about clutter. Do you know that there is a connection between uh, clutter? And mental health, and I'm not saying that you're meant that you have a mental illness because you have clutter, um, but clutter causes you to uh, have so many things because of it because it it doesn't let you um, be at peace. Um, you know, clutter can have signif- a significant impact on your physical and your spiritual life too. And, and it can have an impact on your mental health. It can lead to an increased stress, anxiety, feeling overwhelmed. It can cause you to be um, have a lack of focus, to be unproductive, to not be able to relax. Being uh, cl- having clutter doesn't let you to be organized. Um, have you ever had a mess in your house and you have to work on on your computer and you're looking at the mess and it just distracts you from what you need to be doing? Well, I'm going to talk to you about how it affects your house, but not only your house, your spiritual house, you. You are the temple of the Holy Ghost. You are the house of God. So we're going to talk about this. And um, so that you could have an understanding about it. Um, And so think about it. Do you feel anxious, distracted, overwhelmed? Could this have anything to do with the clutter in your spiritual life, in your home, at your office, in your car? (laughs) You can find clutter everywhere. Um, So, all right. I'm going to talk about an imaginary person. You know, it's people that I have met in my life that I've tried to help, but I'll call this person Mata. Um, and Mata um, has issues with clutter. And so, um, but let's look at the, the scripture in Second Chronicles, verses 1. And I mean, chapter one, chapter two, and chapter three. In these chapters, Solomon, the son of David, um, was strengthened in his kingdom, and God gave him the responsibility after his father passed away to continue to build the house of God and his house. So in uh, chapter two, I'm not going to read all of it. You can read it for yourselves. 
Um, but it says um, in verse 1, Solomon determined to build an, a house for the name of the Lord and a house for his kingdom. So there was two houses he was building, the kingdom that he, was, he had and the house of God. And so the, the legacy that his father had left him to continue doing that, that um, where in chapter uh, in chapter three, verse one, it says, "Then Solomon began to build the house of the Lord at Jerusalem in Mount Moriah, where the Lord appeared unto David his father in the place that David had prepared in the threshing floor of Ormon the Jebusite." So David had purchased that land, and so he didn't finish doing that. The, the building of the house of God, his son took that on. You know how we inherit what our parents give us to continue doing, right, in life, to continue uh, to to do with whatever they leave um, that they've started. So this house, um, God gave him wisdom, but Solomon knew to seek God. And so the word of God um, tells us that to seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these other things will be added on, right? So um, let's go back to Mara. Uh, Mara is a person that has clutter everywhere. And she seems to have this problem with with clutter in her home. And she doesn't have peace. Every time you go to help her, to get that clutter out, but she didn't always start that way. She started with, you know, something small, but because she got so involved with so many things and so many things, you know, that cluttered her life, she came to a point where she couldn't do it anymore, and it started affecting her mental health. There, there was such high anxiety where she couldn't do anything. It was hard to even process how to think. Um, the stress, the, the, the anxiety of even talking to people got so bad because of the situation in her home. But it wasn't only her home. It was her spiritual life, too. There was a lot of clutter in her life, her spiritual life, full of activities, full of being with other people, and, but yet never growing, never being productive. And so that's how it is in our lives when we have clutter in our homes um, and in our spiritual life. We're never productive. We're always feeling like a sense of, like, anxiety or, or, or being overwhelmed. Oh, you know, look, look, I have to do this, and nothing ever gets done. Those are distractions. And the days that we're living, we can't continue living in those kinds of distractions So because if we're going to have the victory, we have to clean house. We have to get rid of those things that are not supposed to be in the house. How to make beautiful, how to make your temple beautiful, okay? So, um, because she feels like she doesn't have, she didn't feel, she didn't have this energy to do anything. It got to that point, and she kept putting things off. She started procrastinating this mata. Things have got, got got worse with her. She got a divorce. She had a divorce. Um, the one and only son that she had didn't want to deal with her. There was problems with her relationships, not only with her family, but with 
church family and and everything seemed to be a problem. There was clutter, 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 and always buying stuff, buying uh, tapes and videos, that, but never growing, never. And all this, her house was physically full of clutter, of the clutter of religi- religious books and clutter of things in her life, religious um, activity, but never growing. There was a lot of things that she couldn't get rid of because they had a lot of sentimental value for her. But sentimental values that didn't allow her to grow, to move forward. Um, She would fix one room, but then the next room would get messed up. It was always not getting rid of things, only transferring things from one place to the other. And sometimes that happens too. Um, Have you ever seen a person that's an alcoholic? They may stop drinking, right? And it looks like everything is great. They get the clutter of drinking out of their lives, but then they they transfer it to something else, to another new clutter, because they just didn't get rid of it. They just moved it to another part of the house. So the clutter continues. You see what I mean? So Mata's health began to decline. And she continued to get more overwhelmed and more depressed. But God couldn't do anything with her until she realized, you know what? You know, there were people in her life, especially this one person that was in her life, that finally told her the truth. And the truth hurt. But you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And so when that truth was told to her, yeah, it did hurt, but now this Mata is realizing that this truth that hurts her so much is truth that she's got to deal with and realize that, yeah, my house doesn't look beautiful. My house gives me anxiety because I, I have a lot of stuff. I have a lot of stuff, and, and I can't deal with it anymore. And nobody can help me because I continue to just move things around and not deal with it. And so in our spiritual life, we do that sometimes too. We have this this clutter and we don't deal with things. And then we wonder, why am I still feeling this way? Because you're not allowing God to, to say, okay, it's time to clean this, but he needs our cooperation. So it can be nothing, a mental issue, nothing, but it can end up as a mental issue. So do you see uh, how not doing anything, procrastinating in your life, just letting things be, get where they are, get where Mara let them be? Spiritually speaking, we all do this. We all do this in our spiritual life, in our homes. We procrastinate. We put things off. We put things off in our own personal life. It's okay to... Uh, help someone, but if that someone does not want the help, then there's nothing we can do for them. We can pray for them all we want, but until that person gives their will to God to decide that, okay, enough is enough, I'm going to let God deal with this. As much as it hurts, I need to allow him to show me what I need to get rid of, what things I need to declutter that don't belong in my life. So how do we begin? We begin with prayer, by asking God for help. We can seek those 
that have godly wisdom for advice to help us to come out of this. The prophetic is like is is a good thing too. It's uh, it can give you that thing that you need to go to the next place. It'll help you to get back on track, like I say. So let's explore how we can get back on track in our lives and um, with our families and even with things that we deal with other people to get us back on track to not allow, you know, to love others, but first love ourselves because you can't love others if you're not loving yourself. And so this other person that was helping Mata had to learn to love themselves before they can help Mata because Mata was sucking the life out of this other person because Mata did not want to listen about the clutter in her life. But when this other person learned to love themselves and just pray for Mata and allow Mata to get to that point where she realized that, yes, she needed help, but help in not in the way that she wanted it, but in the way that was going to help, truly help her out to, to change things, to declutter her life. And so the other person learned to love themselves, but yet learned to love Mara in the right way through prayer and, and giving her, being long-suffering, just like God is with us. And God gives us wisdom. God gave Solomon wisdom. When Solomon truly was seeking God, he asked for wisdom, and he didn't ask for anything else. He didn't ask for all these other things that would fill his house, but for the thing that truly made the difference in the house of God and in his life, wisdom, God's wisdom. So there's two houses here, and we have, we have our regular homes, but we have our spiritual house. We're the temple of the Holy Spirit. And so we can't neglect to follow God's order in doing things because then we suffer. We feel paralyzed. We can't move forward. And that's what procrastination does. So let's move forward. So there is a connection with cleaning, decluttering, with your mental health, with your spiritual life. Um in the book of Jeremiah, I was reading it this week, and I continue reading past, you know, the, everybody likes to read that scripture. Where is it? Give me a minute. It's in, it's one that everybody quotes. Uh, Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end, a good end. So the, the, the people of God, the Israelites, were rebellious. But yet with all of that, God spoke to them, giving them hope and saying, you know, I'm, I want to give you a good end, an expected and a good end. But look what verses 12 says. Then shall you call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. And ye shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. So there's got to be a searching of God with all your heart in order for then for God to have 
to give you that the thoughts of peace and not of evil and to give you a good report, a good expected end. But you have to work with God. You can't continue with your the clutter, the clutter in your life, your spiritual life, and having it your way and thinking that you're going to have a different result. And it says in chapter uh, verses 14, and I will be found of you, says the Lord, and I will turn away your captivity, and I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I have driven you, says the Lord, and I will bring you again into the place, hence I caused you to be carried away captives. So clutter kind of imprisons you. That clutter imprisons you however you look at it, whether it's physical or spiritual. It causes you to to be in an, a prison, a prison of fear, right? Of anxiety, of being overwhelmed, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So let's look, um, like, for instance, when you're um, looking for a job, when you're too worried about that, you're having all this kind of, and you're not getting focused and trusting God. When you're focused on the clutter of bills, it doesn't let you trust the Lord. When you let the clutter in your home build up, it doesn't let you trust the Lord. So whether you're a man or a woman, I want you to, I want to help you tonight to understand that God will help you, but he needs your cooperation too. It seems like psychologists have found that after COVID, many people have uh, found themselves stuck, stuck in their homes, causing all kinds of what they call mental issues. I don't think they're mental issues. I just think, I mean, they can become mental issues over a, a while if they become strongholds. But many people found that they were in their homes and they saw the chaos that was in their home and it made them anxious because they couldn't get away from these, the clutter that they had in their home. And sometimes God does that. He'll bring us to ourselves. He'll bring us to a place where you can't run. You can't hide from what you have. You have to deal with it. And when we deal with it, then we can move forward. You know, uh, procrastination has really bad, terrible consequences. So married, on top of that, ends up having parents that die on her. Then all the things that belong to her her parents' house end up in her house. More clutter. (laughs) More issues. And so you see, when we don't deal with one thing, life has a way of throwing more things at you. To add insult to injury, more stuff. What is Mary to do, uh, Mara to do? So as she starts getting herself in order, seeking God first with all her heart and, and being real with, the, with herself, then she can see the difference. And those differences will be easier and easier. Amen. So um, – we're trying to have a fresh new beginning, right? Um, the Hebrew calendar that 
we have now is uh, um, the the feast festivals of of the Jewish uh, calendar is the Rosh Hashanah, and like I mentioned, it's uh, the the year fifty seven fifty seven. What is it? Fifty seven eighty four, which represents the open door. And they study the numerical uh, value of it all, and it, it equals to an open door. And so. Uh, anytime the, there is a new year, whether it's the Gregorian New Year or the the Jewish New Year, people look for a new beginning, a new start, a new start. And we can always have a new beginning at any time because God is like that. He always gives us a fresh start when we truly seek him with all our hearts, when we start seeking him first. So we need to start looking at building our physical, spiritual lives from first taking inventory of our lives. And this is a good time to begin doing that so that the the rest of our lives, the rest of our years will be victorious. Are we living our lives to glorify God? Are we bringing the things into our homes that really bring God glory? Are we bringing things into our our spiritual lives that are really bringing God glory? A lot of it isn't. It's glorifying man. Are we having the right relationships? Are we allowing others to move in and bring their clutter into our lives? We're not loving ourselves if we allow that. We're not loving them either by letting them make our lives worse. Are we truly maintaining or are we procrastinating doing what God is calling us to do in our lives? Are we maintaining our spiritual walk? It's better to maintain than having to do spring cleaning where you have to do all this kind of cleaning. I notice that when I do cleaning, and I'm talking about the physical sense, that when I do cleaning and I do it bit by bit and maintain it, it's so much easier. Life is so so much less stress than leaving it and letting it clutter up and get all out of whack. You have to worry about taking time to just do that. But when you maintain and you maintain your, your, your home, it's so much less stress. Uh, just today, somebody, some neighbor was saying, you always keep your house nice, nice and clean. And I go, yep. I go, because I don't like having to clean. I just do it when it needs to get done. As soon as I see something, I weed it out right away when it's small. Because when you let things get bigger, it's more, it's harder work. When you let things get out of hand in your life, in your spiritual it's hard work to get it get it out. So maintaining is better. Are you praying? Are you confessing? Are you praying for others? Spending time in the Word? Are you maintaining versus a cleaning home? Don't leave for tomorrow what you can do today. You don't know what else you might might come tomorrow. Just like Mata's parents, they died. More stuff for her to handle, more clutter, because she didn't deal with the clutter she had. 
never leave for tomorrow what you can do today. You know, because tomorrow is not guaranteed for anyone. I've learned a lot in helping other people. And I also learned how I used to lack love when I wanted to discard them when they were difficult to deal with. But God has taught me how to love people, had to come back and be long-suffering and help them out to come to the place that they need to come to. But praying for them, allowing God to do, do that work in them, not me being the one to do the work. It could go on for years. God wouldn't let me deal with certain things with some people. But as I pressed in and allowed God's love in patience to keep at it, I learned to love myself and love that person and love these other people and to forgive when they were difficult. For instance, now I know that Mara, which is not her real name, I understood what her issues were. And uh, and the more I got to see that and was long uh, long suffering with Mara, I was able to be more compassionate, help her to get to the place where now she's getting freer and allowing God to work in her life. All right. Um, so sometimes things happen in our lives, traumas happen in our lives, and clutter sets in. But you can't. you got to keep moving. You can't allow those things to continue bringing the, the mess in your life. So speaking in truth, loving other people, loving God and loving others. So now some progress is taking place in Mata's life. There are other people like Mata that have to remove, that we have to remove from our lives because if you, we stay, they're not going to help you and they're not going to help themselves. But you got to keep praying. You still got to be long-suffering, but it doesn't mean that you have to stay around for that mess. So, so some Matas end up with health issues because they refuse to deal with what their spiritual clutter is all about. Don't be one of those, like Mara. Amen? So um, some of the solutions to this is finding help, help at church with family. Um, For instance, in the physical sense, a home that's cluttered, find help. Find a company, find a maid. Find somebody that knows how to deal with the clutter in your life, whether it's a spiritual clutter or (laughs) a physical clutter. And there are stages of that and dealing with that. You don't deal with that overnight. There are stages to dealing with the clutter in our lives. You have to separate what you keep and what goes, what gets trashed, what gets given away. So we have to do the same thing in our lives. There's some things that we keep in our lives, some things that we trash, some things that we give away. We we give it away because it's not good for us. It's better in somebody else's hands. So seek godly advice. 
and you're in a good place here in, on PGN because here the Lord will speak to you. doesn't mean that we are going to give you all the solutions for everything, but we can see in part, and it can drive you to go back on track to where you're supposed to be. The rest is up to you. So there are stages. And so as we do cleaning, we do vacuuming, mopping, sweeping. We do the same thing in our spiritual lives. There are certain stages of cleaning our lives. It's not done automatically. There's some things that you have to put in place, some things that you have to clean up. There's some things that you have to bring in to the word of God to clean it up, to clean up what's there. The kitchen, always have the sink clean. Do your dishes, put them away. Maintenance, remember. The bathrooms, there's areas in your home that are dirtier than others. There's areas in your life that are dirtier than others. You need to clean your bedrooms, the sheets, the floors, the counters. Because if you don't clean these things, it could come back to hurt you, to hurt your health, your, your physical health. And many of the, of the spiritual things also end up hurting our physical health. It comes to bring dis-ease. So um, don't leave hot spots. When you see certain things in your life that are like a hot spot, what I mean by a hot spot is like you bring stuff from – from outside and you bring it to your home and it starts piling up. You got a pile of mail or a pile of books in this corner, a pile of shoes in this corner. Don't let it accumulate. It's going to be harder later on to, to clean your house. Don't let these things in your spiritual life accumulate. When you see these things and you know that you have to deal, deal with it immediately. Amen? Maintenance. Don't let anything accumulate in your life. You don't know what tomorrow brings later on, and it'll add on to what you got. Your clothing, your spiritual clothing, put on the armor of God. Wash in the word of God. That's like you being washed, your garments being washed in a washing machine. There's nothing better than to have a good washing machine and good detergent to clean your clothes. But sometimes, you know what, while you're washing, you need to push some of that clothes down because it just doesn't want to sink in. you got to help it sink it back down in there. Add enough water. Add enough water of the word, the washing of the water of the word. Sometimes you need more in order to get that, that clothing clean. Don't allow others to bring clutter. Do you allow anybody to come to your home and make a mess in your house? Do you allow others to make a mess in your life? Don't allow others to bring their their clutter, their their distractions, their their messes to your life. Watch out. And so in the we have to take care of our personal hygiene, our teeth. We'll brush our teeth, how we speak, the words we speak. Brush your teeth, shower, clean. Right? Your nails, lotion, things in the word of God that will help you look beautiful. Make sure you go to the doctor's, to the doctor's appointment. You know, there's a, a get, you get your checkups. You have your weekly checkups. Uh, some have monthly check, 
checkups. Some others have annual checkups. Get your checkups. Get your checkup with God. Sometimes we need more. Sometimes we need more than than a yearly checkup. Sometimes something is not right, and you need to go find out what's going on, God. You know, as we get older, bone density, our insides okay. Our, is our spiritual life okay? Blood work, medicines, vitamins. Give yourself vitamins. Eat right foods. Don't go eating cheap food out there. Don't go eating cheap spiritual food out there from whoever says that they're a pastor or a leader. Make sure that what you're getting is good food and not junk food, that it tastes good now, but it's not good for your health. Your dental checkup, check your mouth, check your teeth, because if you don't, you're not going to have the teeth to to eat the meat of the word. (laughs) Amen? So check, check what you're saying. Are you saying what God is saying or are you saying something else? You won't have teeth if you keep that up. There's going to be an infection. The enemy will try to get in. Make sure. Uh, Your Bible time, start with five minutes and increase it. Work your way up. The more you do it, the more hungry you get for, for that. It's like people that eat healthy food. When they start eating healthy food, at first they don't like it because it tastes different. But then when they start eating this good food, they crave it later on. They crave good water when they they want it soda. And they learn to drink clean water. They, they learn to eat good food. Make sure you schedule your bedtime. Schedule your bedtime. Your Sakonian rhythm, make sure that you're going to bed at the right time. You're not wasting time. You're not wasting time on other things that are not going to help you to grow. You're wasting time with other people late hours doing nothing that's not going to help you to grow. In places and and in jobs that are not going to help you to grow, that are stealing from your time, that are giving you, uh, that are, are sidetracking you, keeping you away from going closer to God. Make sure that when you end your day, that you clean your sink. There's nothing better than to have a clean sink so you're able to clean what you have. So go to bed with prayer. Talk to God before you go to bed. Leave your sink. Brush your teeth. Bathe before you go to bed. It's nothing like a nice warm shower. And then you go into bed and you feel so good. You feel clean. Nothing like spending time with the Lord. You have such sweet sleep. Some people have a hard time sleeping. Maybe you need to pray more. Take your meds. Sometimes taking vitamins at night is a good idea. Calcium helps relax you. Do you know that? Spiritually speaking, that also helps you. Speaking, uh, Reading the word of God will help you to have good sleep. Lay your clothes out for the next day. Pray to God before you go to bed about tomorrow to set your tomorrow straight before you even get there. Give it to God. Give it to him. Place your life in order. Declutter. Put order in your life. Amen? All right. So I'll leave you with that word tonight, and I'll start taking calls tonight. And 
do know that I will take um, your calls. Just be patient with me, and I'll I'll get on and answer everybody. All right. Okay. Uh, well, Lord, we just thank you for this word, and we ask you, Father God, that you help us to understand that clutter in our lives, in our spiritual lives, in our physical lives, is not good for us. It gives us anxiety. It causes all kinds of problems. It causes us to procrastinate and not do what we need to be doing. Help us to have our lives in order. Help us that this new coming year and the end of this Gregorian year and the beginning of this Jewish year, that we have things in order, that we are like that bride that, uh, that has her lamp trimmed, ready, ready, always ready. And so we thank you, Father, for what you're going to do in our lives. We thank you, Father God, for this show tonight. We ask you to bless Prophet Randy and all the PGN family tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Our first caller tonight, 484-745. Your name and where you're from. 484-745. Your name and where you're from. I can't hear My you. My name is Devante. Hello. My Devante? name is Devante from Allentown, Pennsylvania. Lisa's son. I don't oh, know if okay. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to put you on mute, and then I'm going to pray for you, okay? All right. Thank you, Father, for Devante. Father God, we just thank you, Father God, for your touching his life, Father God. You know, Devante, I see you with this uh, this tool. I don't know exactly how you call it. It's like a pick, and it's like um, it's like a, a a pick with you know um, has two different sides for two different things to break up ground. I think. And so I see you breaking up like cement, things that were cemented that shouldn't be cemented. It's almost like uh, you're breaking it and pulling it apart. It's almost like you're rebuilding, rebuilding. And so <clears throat> that's what I see you doing. And I, and I thank the Lord in the name of Jesus because he's the one that's helping you to break this ground. This it, It's almost like there's ground, but there's cement on the top. It's almost like if something that God didn't want to be in your life, uh, built over your life. And so now um, I'm hearing um, building on on the rock. You're going to be building on the rock. And God is helping you to tear down some things that that weren't supposed to be there. And he's going to show you how to build on the rock. And the rock is Jesus. So we thank you, Father God, for this new construction that the Lord is doing in Devante, Father God. Thank you, Father God, because you give him the muscles, the strength to do what's right because he's not a procrastinator. He's not collecting things that shouldn't be there in his life. He's building on the rock. He's building on Jesus. And storms may come, but we will stand because we're on the rock. We're not on sand. Amen. And I thank you, Lord, for his life. Bless him, Father God. Help him. Continue helping him in Jesus' name. Hello, Devante. How are you? God bless you. You know what's funny? My first name is Pierre. My real name is Pierre Devante. My family calls me Devante, though. 
So Peter, um, that means the rock. I'm pretty sure the foundation. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. Well, that's what I saw. Um, you were breaking like cement with this tool. And one side was like sharp and the other side was, I don't know. I'm not good with these tools. I don't know. I'm a woman, <laughs> but I'm just telling you what I'm seeing. The other end has a, a wider a wider tip where you can flip it, oh, like, and like I don't know how you call the, those. The picks that you're using the mine? breaking cement. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm just telling you what I see. And one end was, like, sizzling and breaking up the the cement, and the other side was breaking up the, the ground, like okay. preparing the ground. Amen? So... Mm-hmm. Uh, God Divine. is doing that with you, Devante. Um, I'm not sure what the what you have built before, but I know that God is is giving you the strength. And I saw muscles there, so He's giving you the muscles to do this. <laughs> Amen. 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 Uh, do you want any prayer? Anything else you want to say tonight? Um, I just want to thank God. For, for PGN and for Prof. Randy and for you and for Tanisha and everyone that's been praying for me. Um, I, I gave my life to the Lord recently. I was running for a long time. I was basically on like Rumspring if I was Amish, but like, I was in the world. I was smoking weed. I was doing pills. I, I was the, the Percocet for a little while. Um, I, I quit them back in um, February. I quit smoking weed in June. Um, and I just got my life and get my life together. Oh, wow. Wow. So this message tonight, you understood it, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm on fire for yeah. God now. Like, I don't know how to explain it. I love it. Today I was volunteering at the food bank. And just uh-huh. I'm trying to go to Bible studies. I'm going to church tomorrow. Like, I, I want to understand everything that God has for me to understand. His word. I want to understand the whole Bible. I want to understand His wisdom, the Rock Hakodesh. Oh wow! Oh, I'm so happy for you. You, I mean, and I, I could only imagine how your mother must be feeling. <laughs> She's probably doing a yes. Holy Ghost dance. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, we rejoice with you, and we're happy for you. And whatever you need prayer for, you can always call on PGN. We're always here for you, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do want to pray for one thing that I can get. I want to become a pastor. I want to um, be our minister. Like, I want to get into ministry. And I'm asking that God um, set the steps for me to go to um, ministry school, the Bible school. Mm-hmm. All right. Father God, in the name of Jesus, uh, you know what Devante's uh, desires are, Father God. We just pray, Father God, that you would just uh, uh, help him, Father God, to know exactly what his calling is, Father God, that he would know that he know that he know that his heart desire is to serve you, Father God. But I pray that, Father God, that he find his true calling, not what anybody says, but what you say, because you created him, Father God. So I ask you, Father God, that you make it clear to him, that you show him exactly where he, where he's supposed to be. 
And thank you, Father God, for that desire in his heart to serve you, Lord. Help him and connect him with the right people that will help him to find his true calling, whether it's a pastoral calling or whatever calling he has, Father God. Only you know what it is. And I pray that you make it so clear that he won't waste time, Father God, like so many of us have, Father God, doing this and doing that and not knowing truly what our call is, Father God. And that when he knows, Father God, what his calling is, that no devil will keep him from following what it is that you have told him to do, Father God, that he'll know that he knows that he knows where he will not be shaken and he will not have any any shadow of a doubt that that's what you've called him to do, Father God. And so we thank you, Lord, for this uh, ministry, this this calling that you have on his life, Father God. We pray that, that you touch him, Father God, and, and you open doors for him, Father God. Don't let him go where he's not supposed to. Close those doors, but open those doors, Lord. And this is the year of the door, the open door. So we thank you, Father God, because he's lining up his life. He's lining up his life in the order of God. And open doors will come open for him in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. And bless his family too, Father God. Bless his family in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Devante. It's been a pleasure. God bless you. God bless you too. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. All right. 404-453, your name and where you're from. Let me see. 404-453, your name and where you're from? This is Madeline from Georgia. Hey, Carmen. Hey, Madeline. All right. Give me a minute. All right. Let me put you on mute. And give me a little bit because I really want to see what the Lord has to say for each and every one of you. Thank you, Lord. You know what? I just got a glimpse of a, a basket, a baby basket. And I'm not saying that you're going to have a baby. But uh, it may be something that God is putting in your hands for you to develop. Sometimes, you know, it could be a ministry. Um and so I saw a baby, and it's in its baby stages. I saw it in the basket. It was a glimpse. And so I thank you, Father God, for those new beginnings in Madeline's life, Father God, for um, whatever it is that you are putting in her hands to grow up, to cultivate, Father God. So we thank you, Father God, because you put it in her hands to nurture this thing to grow in the name of Jesus, Lord. Just like you sometimes place children in our in our hands, um, but sometimes you place ministries and different responsibilities, Father God. And so we thank you, Father God, for this thing that you're placing in her hands, Father God, to take care of, to to grow up for, for you uh, with your instructions, with your leading. You, you are the one that's gonna guide her as to how to deal with this how to grow this up, how to nurture this thing in Jesus' name. So we thank you for Madeline. We thank you, Father God, for her life. We thank you, Father God, for the things she's going to do for your kingdom in Jesus' name. All right. Madeline, you there? Hi. 
Yes, I'm here. God bless you. God bless you too, Carmen. I told you I'll call back and the time um, where you had prayed, I had uh, two granddaughters and grandchildren that I was very concerned about. And one of them did show up last night out of uh, three years, haven't seen her. And she came in the middle of the night, and my other grandson brought her through, and she was saying how much she missed us, miss me. And she's reaching out to her sisters and brothers. And, you know, my prayers have been that my son's family, our family, be united. So it's already happening. And wow. I, I said I was going to call back with that prophecy of that. So, oh my goodness! So I saw her. I held her. She's an adult. She lives in in the Carolinas now, but she promises that she's gonna come. Um, and when you was talking about the baby state, um, well, God had told me I would have ten grandchildren. We have nine. And uh, I've been praying for my daughter-in-law that you know that she'll have. A, a, another child because she has one that got supernaturally that she has a son he's three um but the baby state of the ministry god did is birthing in me to uh start again and come up you know as far as reaching uh uh 50 call 50 plus of because when we're pouring out we need pouring in and and the message mm-hmm. was so on point tonight because mm. I have been decluttering my house <laughs> myself. I tell you, it was so on point. And the thing is, is that just as you said, you can take on another family member that has passed on their stuff. And uh, I've been fighting, trying to get things together. And each time it's, move from one point to the other and mm-hmm. uh, on a full-time really not job. Decluttering. <laughs> right. But I was able to get a lot out. But I, the spiritual part is that I see for me personally is letting go and not worry about what others think and what if or this and that and uh, spending more time with God for me. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, it's thing you said tonight. I hope others are listening, but this was for me tonight. And the enemy always wants you to feel a guilt or shame, or I'll be trying to ask my daughter to help, and because she's been through a lot, she works extra hard. But I've noticed around my life. People just dump stuff and not care how I feel or that. So I get this attitude that only God knows about, you know. And so (laughs) when you said about loving those that really, that's what God is doing in my life to declutter because I didn't realize how much of trauma, of deep and hurt and misunderstanding, and it's just by speaking and I have because there was a time I was going through and 
I was feeling like you were talking about this depression and the mental. It was like overcoming it. Even when you're believing God and standing and seeing miracles and signs, but it comes to a time where the clutter comes back or the things are, you begin to try to look back and you're fighting. And um, God is just saying for me to surrender. I got you. And I went through a thing uh, almost of of not trusting anyone, you know, that said they love you, they care, and they're doing the opposite. But then scriptures came about if you love them more than me, you're not worthy of me. Mm -hmm. And if you love me, people are going to disagree with you. They're going to say all kinds of stuff. But because of the armor and the things we have, we can't feel like we're smarter than God. I just, he was just letting me be a part of his family, you see. And he's mm-hmm. done the work. And I've been in the Beshui Hebrew for and resting in the Lord. I tell you, tonight is my night. And Freedom is ringing. <laughs> and I said, this is what you were saying. You confirmed it. And so on the way home, I I was a little offended today, and I was crying out to God. And, and these thoughts was coming, and I was casting them down, and they was just like tennis. They hit a whammer, and I'm hitting it back. But I came still, and then the program come on. And uh, the Lord said, listen, and I made it home, and I came in in the office and here, and I said, God, I do miss you. And that's how he was saying with my granddaughter, I've been out here, I'm fighting, but I missed you, Grandma. And then it said, God, I missed you, but I've been, he's been here. And so this declutter uh, physically and spiritually, and there was someone on, I was praying, God, who can I give this to? Where can I go? It, it just got to go. And uh, God has just had a young, uh, a co-worker's, one of the young ladies just had a baby. And, and I got some things and some nice stuff that they can start because they just got an apartment and I said, God, I want to give with joy and not grudgery or saying, well, this is sentimental. Uh, no, I, I just, <laughs> I would like let it go. And I feel when you were saying that to be able to do what God has called me to do, because I really have felt the hindrance, family closes, and I just, with that, just getting distracted. And I said, I don't like this. This is not where, this is not me. This is not where I am. But um, I'm embracing the news, so I'm ready. I am and ready. And indicators are, we lose our peace. We lose our peace yes. when we're not in the right place yes. that God wants us. And so it's not yes. that we don't love the people, but it also shows things about us when we can't tolerate when they start dumping stuff on us and we can't yeah. do it, it shows us that we, we need more to be more long suffering. And then when we are, we know that we have to create a distance sometimes until we continue praying for them. And that person's ready 
That person's ready That's to receive. That's true. You That's know. true. That's true. I love it. I I tell you, thank you. God bless you, Carmen. Uh, Lord, I <laughs> thank you. I worship. I thank you so much. It's like prison doors open, you know, but your hands is on the bars. Like, take your hand off the bars. (laughs) Yeah, don't be like the little bird that doesn't know it's free. (laughs) Right. Get out of there. (laughs) Don't go back there. (laughs) Yeah, right. And so that clutter, and it, it houses, like you said, it houses wrong impressions and demons and devil it's it's in that clutter because selfishness in there and pride is in there and greed all of that stuff is in there and it does Mm -hmm. hold you back and um and past stuff you know who did what and I, i don't I don't want that i said god i don't want it and each time i've came to that part of getting some success and things move, it's a a big letdown because here comes some more, like, stuff on and, and don't have the time. And that's the other thing the enemy's doing is that you can't be that focused and you are physically, it really physically make you tired. And when you open mm-hmm. your Bible to read or to pray or to do the things you know and love to do, not you got to, but you love the Lord and love praying. You love fasting. You love uh, communion. You love going to worship. You love being with others and all of that. And it gets where you get the reading. Then after a while, you're knocked out. You sleep. You, I mean, physically. And mm-hmm. then you get this guilt. Then we put the guilt on you. Well, you didn't pray, or you deserve this. In Hebrew, especially in four, he Jesus paid all this. When are we going to give him the glory and stop trying to jump line to say this or that? Just be instructed by the Holy Spirit, and he will so lead us there. in all truth. Mm-hmm. You know what? So, thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm seeing. What I was seeing about that baby in that that basket. Um, that yeah. could be the ministry, and also that grandchild that may need spiritual um, nurturing because it's still yeah. that child is still in. Although whatever age they are, they're still in that baby stage, and that's yeah. where the Lord has placed her in your life again. So, Amen, yeah. Amen. I receive it. I, I, in my heart, I receive it. I, it, I could. Oh, it just, it's just to <laughs> feel. It's so free. It's like this lifting of this heaviness is gone. I mean, because when you hear the, you truth, know that God is hearing you, and and that yes, feels good. It's like yes, Lord, you really feels- are listening. You are. It's like you see me right here. <laughs> I need you. I need you. And and it feels good. But thank you for and PG and all of you that prophetic have a heart of Christ to just be free to help somebody else, especially when you have the experience with the 
Holy Spirit to know where a person is and not the judgment. And even if it is, it's good judgment because you can tell them truth in love. And that's what mm-hmm. the scriptures uh, depict of um, mm-hmm. being a family of God because you want mm-hmm. them free. It's not yes. withholding them anywhere. You want them free. We weep with those mm-hmm. that weep and rejoice with those that rejoice. And getting in the Word, we going to need this because um, Christ is on his way back. And I see there's some grand, big uh, distractions in the body mm-hmm. of Christ doing other things and not doing our purpose in what we were set here to do. And, yep, yep. And I just want to do my purpose. I really, in the love of God and the love of people, because you got to love the both, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, so I, it's just another chapter for me, a newness. And I'm just so grateful. I guess you could tell I could go on and on and on. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, and God bless you. Well, God bless you. Well, you have a great week, and thank you for calling. Thank you, Carmen. God bless you. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, our next caller is 828-989. Your name and where you're from? Hi, Carmen. It's Jennifer from North Carolina. Hello, Jennifer. Give me a minute. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, thank you for Jennifer, Father God. You know what? God doesn't waste anything, Jennifer. I'm hearing that God allowed certain things to happen, and he doesn't waste none of that. He uses all that to teach us certain things. And that what the enemy wants to turn around to make it for, for evil, God turns it around and even uses it and just makes the enemy mad. <laughs> makes the enemy mad because... He thought he won, but God took something that he tried to to sabotage you and God to, is turning it around and, and giving using it as a stepping stone, as something to get bring you higher. So I thank you, Father God. I see that like a stepping stone. You know, you're going higher, you're going higher like a step, a step, a step, a step. And so I thank you, Lord. It's almost like you're in the um, in a forest, and, and it's just you and the Lord. And I see these uh, stones, you know, and each stone represents something, something that you went through, but it, it's bringing you up higher, and you're able to go up higher, higher, higher. And then you see the water coming down. It's almost like such a serene, peaceful place that God is bringing you in. And so we thank you, Father, for this this place that you're bringing Jennifer in, Father God, this place where uh, of, of just you and her, of, of sereneness, of, of oneness with you. And I thank you, Lord, Father God, for, for what you're doing in her life and for the representation of these stones that in... Um, 
in other cultures, uh, like in the Jewish cultures, every time something, a victory came about, they had a stone. Uh, when the, 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 the Hebrew people went through uh, the Red Sea, they put stones there um, to symbolize, you know, their crossing through. Um, when something happened or a death of someone, there was a stone that they, they used um, to represent something. So each stone means something. Each stone brings you closer and closer to the Lord. So we thank you, Father God, for the victories, for the the things that may have looked one way but turned around together for her good, Father God. Thank you, Lord, for those uh, those uh, um, moments of, of victory. Thank you, Lord, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for that in Jesus' name. Thank you for what you're doing in her life, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Jennifer. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Wow. What's going on? Uh, well, what's going on is what you just said, pretty much. That's really, um, yeah, the enemy is just, uh, he's using people in my life. Yeah, but just, I don't see you there. I don't see that the people in what I saw. I just saw you and him, and there was a serene surrounding, and you going yes. up, you going up. Yeah. And like he's, the focus wasn't anybody, it was just you and God. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. yes. That's exactly what's happened. Um, I'm in the woods, Amen. in the forest, and the stones that you talked about is a real thing for me. Um, for about two years, just something special that the Lord has done. Um, river stones, but they have pictures in them uh, representing my life. I know mm-hmm. it sounds crazy, but it's real. It's really mm-hmm. real. There's pictures of everything from my childhood to um, victories to just representing my life, but it is a hiker girl going up the mountain to the throne room. Mm. And yeah, they mean something. So, That's why they have those pictures. They they represent yeah. something. Every one of yeah. them represents something. Wow, that's yeah. wonderful. Isn't it beautiful, these, the things that God, how God will let us know how things are? It's so beautiful. Well, it's so almost so like watching a movie. <laughs> Yeah, he's built an altar for himself through these stones. And he was um, sharing with me a few nights ago, um, like the altar has multiple meanings. Um, He started, you know, taking me through scripture and um, really, I mean, I'm supposed to go before that altar and worship and, um, breakthrough. So, mm. yeah, it's just so much confirmation. Like, from he has me focused on him, and it is just the two of us. It's just 
it's just a very intimate place in the forest, <laughs> nonetheless, <laughs> and has me focused on this stone altar. So, glory mm-hmm. to God. What, what you saw? Yeah, maybe you should study that. What what those stones represent in the Bible? What what different um, aspects of that? Um, God mm-hmm. used those stones for, and it, I, I believe that God is going to give you more revelation in that. Yes. Yeah. He's been bringing it. There's so much. I mean, it's just so deep. I didn't realize, like, how, you know, you can really dive in really deep on that in the in Scripture. And it's just kind mm-hmm. of overwhelming, but I'm taking it one Scripture at a time. But mm-hmm. he's you taking never me. finished. Yeah, you never finished. It's like it's like a diamond with different sides to it that you could see the beauty of it. It's the same diamond, but there's different aspects of that diamond that you can see a different side of it. And so that's how God's word is. It's 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 precious. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, it's very personal. The stones are very personal. They're, you know, might represent my life. But what he's showing me is, um, like when I go before that altar, just like when Noah built the altar, Abram built the altar, um, like, you know, subsided. It, It was a sweet smelling fragrance that went up to him and you know where he I think it was Noah where he God you know his wrath um, was it, it, it what's the word I'm looking for subsided look, I'm looking um, at the word stones and what they represent in the Bible look what it says it says standing stones were used by God many times throughout the Old Testament as a memorial of God's blessing and greatness yes. so that when the ancients would pass a standing stone they would ask what happened here and God's work would be remembered and he would be praised so those yeah. stones are for you to remember and to praise him of what he's done in your life. Amen? Yes, amen. It's beautiful. Wow. And, you know, a few people understand. Um, I don't tell a whole lot of people because they, you know, when I start talking about pictures being in stones, they think I'm crazy, but um, they're there. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's really, you know, I can't really even wrap my brain around how he did it. Like, I just don't, I can't wrap my brain around it. But, um, you know, I'm just staring at them now, and it's just like, I'm in awe. I'm in awe of what God can do. And just, Mm. you feel so, you know, I know how important altars and the stones were in scripture and it's like the fact that he did this it's just he's just revealing more and more and more to me but yeah yeah, praise God 
Praise Thank the Lord. You, Lord. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I'm glad that resonated in your heart. And uh, is there anything particular that you want us to pray about? Um, yeah, I. Or anything else you like to say? Um, actually, you're talking about clutter, and I'd like to add something to that. Um, okay. Something like okay. that. Um, I had moved from when I went through my divorce. Uh, it was a rather large house, like almost 4,000 square feet. I got my divorce, moved into a small apartment, so I had, you know, two storage units. Got rid of those, and then, mm-hmm. you know, downsized. And all I had left was, well, not much, <laughs> but mm-hmm. he's been. He told me, you know, stuff that I've been hanging on to say that is outdated or that I don't need. Or mm-hmm. he showed me that I was, he, what, what he told me was, um, you don't trust me because when you hold on to these things, because my situation is mm, no income. So I've been holding on to things because I have no way, you know, say like an old bottle of shampoo, just as an example, that really I don't need to be using, but I hold on to it because I'm a, I fear that, you know, I'm not going to get another bottle of shampoo. So it's like he told me, he says, you're not trusting me. He says, if you're holding on to things because you think that I can't replace them or bring you something better, then you're not trusting me. So You know, I heard somebody t- talking about that. Um, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, a lot of older people, they hold on to a lot of clutter because they've been yeah. traumatized because they didn't have when they were young, and then they yeah. hold on to things. And you're right. It's not trusting the Lord. So you were hearing mm-hmm. correctly from the Lord. Yes. So I've pretty much, I've just gone through everything, and I've, I mean, I've, I don't know how many trips I've made to, you know, donate donation places, but, I mean, I have stripped everything, and my parents are like, what are you doing? But it's like, you know, there's freedom in that. There's freedom to, you know, I get to spend more time with the Lord, and it, it's not chaos. It's not, because I only have one, well, one room and then a, another little area and for myself. You know, you're right. You know the story mm-hmm. that I'm talking about, Mara. Well, I told this Mara that less is more. In her case, less is more because she was holding mm-hmm. on to so many things and and she she didn't have the energy to, to deal with all of it. And I think that less would make her place a lot beautiful, more beautiful and concentrated on God instead of the things that she has and having to work and manage what she has. And so you're right. You're right about that. Sometimes less is more free. You see some people even going to tiny houses. Not that, you know, big houses is a bad thing, but there are some people that are finding freedom in these tiny houses. Texas is, is growing big in tiny houses. I don't know if you've heard of those where they make this little house and um, 
people that have lived in apartments, they get these tiny houses and it's freedom for them that they can have a little piece of land with, with a tiny house. But it's, it's done something for them spiritually. They're free. And so it does yeah. bring freedom. And maybe not to another person, but for another person, it is freedom. So um, you're, you're hearing the Lord. Yes, simplicity is freedom. And here's something else he told me. Um, oh, my goodness, I just lost it. Um, get the Holy Spirit. Um, That's okay. Oh, so I had, you know, as a result of one of the things that happened to me is I lost my business, too. And I had a lot of things for my business. And mm-hmm. as I was getting rid of everything because I just didn't have room for it, um, I was grieving. You know, I'm just like, you know, it's one thing, yeah, I lost my business, and now all everything that I invested in, I'm losing now. I mean, you know, basically that was my choice, you know, but I I almost feel like it was a forced, forced. But he said that you're looking at it wrong, Jennifer. He said, Mm -hmm. you're not losing anything. He says, you're gaining. You're gaining me. You're gaining peace. You're gaining more time. You're gaining, Mm -hmm. you know, your mind's not chaotic. So he just started listing all these things that I was gaining. And it was a change in perspective. Like, you're not losing, you're gaining. And that mm-hmm. really it's helped the perspective me. that you're, yeah, it's, you're right about that. I, I was listening about uh, people in business, and uh, there was this analogy that was given that they did a, uh, a study with a poor person, and they gave them money, and they made them wealthy. And they made a poor person, I mean, a, a rich person poor. At the end of that study, they found that the person that was poor had lost what what they had given them, but yet the person that was rich in their mind and um, that had money before, they had um, they didn't have anything, and they end up with more. So it was mm-hmm. the way that they saw themselves, the way that they thought about things, um, because it all comes from how you see yourself. It, that's where your battle is. Everyone's battle. And so if you have a poverty mind, you're not going to have anything. If you have a mind where God, you hear God and he, you hear his directions, you're going to have more. I mean, you could be stripped from everything and you'll have more and then some. Yes. It's just a matter of your perspective, like you said. Well, none of it means anything. I mean, it's like... That does not have eternal value, and I'm I want I'm building you know I want what has eternal value in my life, and I just don't have time for anything else anymore. Like I just am so focused on him that I don't need these distractions and stuff is distracting, and um, yeah, it's like he set me free. In so many Praise areas, God. but this is one area. That's awesome. That's awesome. God. Praise mm-hmm. the Lord. Okay. Yeah. Wow. You said a, a mouthful, girl. <laughs> Everything <laughs> no, you were you. saying is a mouthful. 
Yeah. Well, you keep on yeah. praying. You keep on allowing the Lord to transform you, you know, like that butterfly. <laughs> and pretty soon yeah. you're going to be flying. Um, but enjoy your your time of uh, being shaped, you know, because yeah. then when you're out flying, <laughs> you know, there will be days that you're going to be saying, oh, I wish I was back there again. <laughs> well, you know, you said butterfly and um I just think I just got this picture in my head of a butterfly flying, and you know, every it's so light. They just like mm-hmm. it's just light, and that's how I'm feeling. Like everything is no, nothing feels heavy anymore. Just very, it's a lightness. Stuff that was weighing me down is no longer weighing me down. And you know what? What weighs you down doesn't let you go up, and so yes. Now you can truly go up, and it'll be easier for you. Things are yes. going to change for you. Amen? Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, Thank God bless you, Jennifer. I love that you called tonight and you gave us those little nuggets there. Um, yes. It's always good to hear from you. All right? Hi. Thank you. You have a wonderful God bless you. night. Thank you. You too. You have a wonderful week. Bye-bye. That was nice. All right. The next caller, 269-425, your name and where you're from. Hello. This is Cindy from Missouri. How are you doing tonight, Carmen? Good. From Missouri. Okay. Let yes. me let me put you on mute, and I'll, call, I'll, I'll buzz you right back. Hold on. Uh, you're on mute. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, for Cindy. Thank you, Lord, for Cindy. You know, I see the Lord... Um, Lift your chin up and says, look at me. And, you know, and he's lifting your head up like your your head is hanging low. It's almost like um, you have like a, a sadness, but but the Lord is letting you know that because of you, there is changes in other people. You're the thing that, that is missing. You know how... How when you cook something that you just that one ingredient makes the world of a difference in what you're cooking without it, it doesn't taste the same. And so, God uses you like that in the lives of other people, but you don't realize how valuable you are, how much the Lord loves you, and He wants you to lift your head up and realize that. You're you're that missing piece to everything that that's around you. Without you, there wouldn't things would not be the same. Things would not be the same in other people's lives without you. And he's doing it in you, through you. So don't forget that either. But he doesn't want you to be down. Realize who lives inside of you. The greater one is inside of you. There's value in you. It's almost like like somebody that goes and um, and finds this ring 
and wears it for a long time and thinks that it's just a regular old ring. But then one day, somebody says, oh, would you like to see um, if your ring is the real deal, if it's a diamond or not? And then when they test it, you realize it's more valuable than, than you thought. And so you are more valuable than you think because God makes you valuable. You're his, one of his jewels. Amen? You're one of his jewels. And sometimes, you know, by looking at certain jewelry, you can't always tell the value in it until it's tested. And so you've been tested. And so don't hang your head low because you're valuable. Because of the things that have happened to you, that doesn't mean anything. You're valuable. You're like that valuable ring that was worth so much. You're worth more than that ring. Amen? And so we thank you, Father God, for Cindy's life, Father God. Thank you, Father God, that that even like the things, uh, the spices of life that just make the world of a difference, you have placed her in the lives of others to make a world of a difference. And that's you working through her. So we thank you, Father God, because she lets herself be used and she understands now that she is a child of a king. And so we thank you for that in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for Cindy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen. Hey, Cindy, how are you? I'm doing very well. <laughs> um, the, the head hanging down and everything is like right on. Because I had prayed and asked them, I said, you know what? I really, really need to hear from you tonight. Oh, And it was just, um, I needed to hear from him because that's been the, you know, the truth of what he shared and what he just spoke. And um, because the enemies really tried to beat me down um, for a Mm -hmm. long time and uh, when God uses you, he comes against, I mean, the enemy comes against you and he tries to take you out. He's ruthless. And oh, yeah. um, so. <laughs> but God so is beautiful, isn't he? Oh, yeah. He's so wonderful. And the way that he treats us and he loves us. He's, he's something else. He's, I mean, he calls us his jewels, but he's, he's the more precious to us than anything else. Right. Right. And he knew that that's what I needed to hear. I needed to yeah. hear the love from him. Um, I yeah. needed him to raise, you know, he's the lifter of our heads. And oh, I needed yeah. that. And um, I just wanted to say one um, uh, other thing about what you were ministering tonight was just it just right on um, about the clutter. And when you were when you were talking about it, the Lord was ministering to me about it. And he's like, you know, you've heard a lot of people saying, oh, there's a lot of distractions. There's a lot of this and a lot of that going on. And then you used the word clutter instead of distraction at, at, you uh-huh. know, at first. And when you hear distraction, you think of it coming from the outside in at you instead of the responsibility of the word clutter means clutter is something you can change. Okay, and yep. so not that distraction, you know what I mean, though, but it's like that mindset, what you're seeing it the right way. It's like, no, you're looking at it this way. I'm turning around and showing it this way. 
there are some things that come <laughs> at you at life that you don't that you're not asking to come in. You know what I mean? Uh, that come at you in jobs and stuff. But what you're able, what you able to do, you know, not without him, but what you're able to go in and change in your own life and and declutter. To where really, I mean, because stuff clutters and emotional baggage and everything. And just, I just want to say thank you for sharing the word because that, the Lord was just using you real powerfully um, tonight with that teaching that needed to be heard because that is what's going on. Everyone around oh. me that I have seen, that is what is going on. And the Lord's saying, okay, now I need y'all to stand up. Put your big big girl, big boy panties on, okay? Put, put your drawers up. <laughs> Put your boots on and do some work. You need to do some work. You need to do some weeding out. You need to do this, okay? Mm-hmm. If you do it, it's going to make you feel a lot better. And so, anyway, I just want to thank you for just teaching what the Lord said to teach because you were just, it's just right on. I'm like, thank you, Jesus, for farming. Well, I'm, I'm glad. I'm <laughs> glad that, that, that it helped you and that is going to help you even further later on um, as you continue meditating on this because it's the Lord. He wants us to understand his message so that we can go further and uh, not be stuck and not, you know, be surrounded with things that are really not important. Um, He's the only one that's important in all of this. So thank you, Jesus. That was him. And And I have one one request on prayer. Uh, my, uh, my youngest daughter, I live with her and my grandson and, Mm -hmm. uh, there have been a lot of attacks lately on her with like the, we don't have any air conditioning right now. We have just a lot of stuff that she has around her home is breaking. And it's like, Lord, what's going on? Right. It's like the weed eater just stopped and didn't work today. The, you know, the electric there, it keeps tripping stuff. We've been praying, Lord, to bring somebody around because she doesn't have the money to have an electrician. And, but if she turns it on, then it keeps tripping the breaker anyway. So she has just been doing everything she can do, even on her, you know, on her own to try to get things fixed around here in her home. And I'm just praying that the Lord would just bring her a breakthrough. She needs a breakthrough. She needs to see the Lord move for her. You know, um, um, she needs to experience that. Um, and praying that the Lord would show himself in a mighty way for her because we need these things fixed and we need help. And so, um, and we need him to do it. So I need Jesus to show himself strong for my daughter so she can see you know, she's not alone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and she's not alone. Um, just like tonight the Lord spoke to you, uh, he's going to speak to her too. And sometimes when things break down, sometimes it's God stopping us. Mm-hmm. In his mercy and his grace, he's stopping us from moving forward so that we can stop and smell the coffee, <laughs> kind, of, kind right. of wording it that way. Um <laughs> to smell the coffee, to understand, hello, wake up, um, come to me. You that are heavy laden, look, come to me, and I'll give you rest. It's not these things that are going to give you peace. I'm the one that's going to give you peace. And so when 
she learns to draw on him, then all the other things will be resolved. But there's for some reason he is trying to slow her down so that she could spend time with him so she could hear what he has to tell her because there may be something that she is moving, moving, moving about and about and she's being distracted by everything else and God is trying to get a hold of her attention right. so that she can move forward. Right. Things will break, things will, you know, but like I was talking tonight, it all has to do with what I was talking tonight about the clutter, the things that are in our lives that have to be removed. There's certain things that God wants you to, for her to remove to get in in the proper place so that he can, so she can hear clearly. Sometimes you got to remove the yeah, the wax out of the ears <laughs> to hear. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I remember helping my son-in-law one time, and we did uh, ear kindling. It's like these little cones, and then you burn the ends of it, and it pulls out, like with a vacuum, and it pulls out all the wax, right? And some people Mm -hmm. have more wax in their ears than others. And so after we did the whole family, it was like an ear kindling party. This was some years ago. And so we did him, and after he got up, he goes, you know what? I can hear better. (laughs) <laughs> there's a whole bunch of wax coming out of his ears so when we lay down and allow God to burn the things that are in our lives through his word and help us to hear better then we we're able to hear what he's trying to tell us and sometimes he has to get us in that position like he had my son-in-law laying down on the sofa to his side so that all this stuff will come out. We have to spend time humbly before the Lord in his word, um, hearing from the Lord, hearing what it is that God, maybe it's through a sermon, maybe it's through another person, God will minister to her. Maybe you need to give her this Mm -hmm. message, uh, uh, the archives of this message so that she could hear what God is trying to tell her. And once she does, it's almost like God gives you the the green light to continue moving because you couldn't move past that point because you needed to hear that God's trying to help you. And you're like, but God, I need this and I need that. And you're an emotional mess. Mm -hmm. And you don't realize that God is trying to help you, but you're not hearing. You're not listening. And once you hear, then you're... Sometimes it could be something so simple, you know, that I'm with you. Don't worry. Don't be dismayed. For I'm your God. I will lift you up in, you know, your most uh, hardships. I'm going to help you out of this. But sometimes that has to get into our spirit and so that we don't fear. So we don't fear moving forward. Because if we do, we're not going to get, we're not going to make any progress. But when we know that God is with us, she needs to know that, but she needs to hear from God so that way nothing else matters. It's like one time I was having trouble with a car. I was living in North Carolina, and I had a little brown Mazda. And that car was old, but it was like a little station wagon, but I had it nice and clean. People were just amazed that, you know, it looked really good because I was always shining it up. I mean, it was my Mazda, and I had it in good condition and all nice and cleaned up. But my car wasn't working right. It was winter, 
and it wouldn't start, and some hose um, broke off. Somebody was trying to help me, and they broke off the hose because the car was so old. Uh, just by touching it, it would break. <laughs> so I had it in the, the driveway, and I was praying before I got, you know, my car. I didn't know where to take my car. I couldn't get parts to the to, to that car because, you know, it was an old car. And I didn't, you know, we were not wealthy. We were a military family, and we didn't have much. We had two children. And so um, I didn't know what to do. And, and my husband didn't fix my car either. He was just like he didn't care at that time. I mean, he was worried about other things. So after I um, I started going in prayer, he went to work with somebody. I started going in prayer, and I started crying before the Lord. I said, Lord, I don't know what to do. I don't know nothing about cars. And it now that I think about it, it you know, it was really nothing compared to the other things that I went through. But I was praying to the Lord, and I just felt like I said, okay, Lord, I know you got this. And I felt his peace. I got to go. I got to go and take the car to the mechanics. So I go, I get in my car, and I kid you not, half of the windshield was clean, and the other half was foggy. And I felt a presence in my my car. I was like, Lord, I, I was almost reluctant to look to the right because I thought, I, was, I what would I do if I see somebody there? Right. <laughs> so I looked and there was nobody there. And I was like, okay. But I felt a strong presence right next to me. And this was all after prayer. And it's wintertime. My kids are in school and everything. So I'm backing up. I'm driving. And before going to um, the the mechanics, I go to the bank and then I go to the mechanics and, and I go, oh, you know, what? can you help me with this car and blah, 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 blah. He goes, yeah, sure. I go, I've been looking for a place where I can find a part for this. He, I go, I can't find any junkyards. He goes, there's one right down the road. I go, really? I, I didn't know that there was a, one of the biggest ones. So I go down the road. I, have pulled, I didn't have enough money for, because um, I was, no, I didn't go to the bank. I didn't have enough money. I just had change. So I go down the road, and I go into the um, junkyard, and I said, look, I need this. And the guy said, well, yeah, I think we have one of those cars back there. Uh, wait here. And it was like a trailer, and then, and they had the heater on in there. Well, I'm waiting in there. I'm collecting um, the the money, you know, that I have. And I'm like, well, I'll come back. I'll go to the bank, and then I'll come back and, and pay him for whatever. But I need to know if the part's here or not. So he goes, yeah, I got the part. And so I'm scrunching up all my, my change and everything. I had about $7, right? So I go, so mm-hmm. how much is it going to be? He goes, $7. <laughs> so I gave him all my change. <laughs> and then I go to the mechanic, and I go, well, how long is it going to be? Oh, no, just a little while. Just come back in a little while, and I'll have it done. In other places, they were telling me a long time. You had to wait a long time. He did got my car fixed up, boom, boom, boom. And I was on my way. But I put God first. I prayed. I I had his peace. And and I knew in my spirit that enough was enough that I needed to go. I said, I even told the Lord, Lord, I got to go because I got to get this done. I want to stay, but I have to do this. And so um, because I put him first, then everything else fell into place. Right. Good word. So God taught me a lesson there that, you know, when things don't work, run to him. Right. 
not as an afterthought. Amen. <laughs> right? Amen. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and I was having a hard time because I wasn't putting him the way I was putting fixing the car above everything else because we needed it. We needed to get it. Mm-hmm. We didn't have buses or taxis or anything. I mean, it was mm-hmm. hard to walk. So, but put God first. Tell her to put God first and declutter everything mm-hmm. else and put him first. And she'll Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. 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 Thanks so much, Carmen. Blessings on you and your family in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And you too. God bless you. All right. God bless you. Have a great week. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. (laughs) All right. My next caller is 903-946. Your name and where you're from. Give me a minute. Hi, I'm Janice, and I'm from Oklahoma. Gina? From Oklahoma, okay. Oh, Janice, I heard Gina, I'm sorry. Janice. All right, let me put you on mute and I'll be right back. All right, thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus for Janice, Father God from Oklahoma. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I don't know why I'm getting this, but um, I'm sensing, like, I see you, right? And there's, like, gold. There's gold around you, but you don't know that it's around you. And um, God is going to show you through his word how to, how to seek him. Sort of like, you know, those metal detectors that, that you go around searching for the gold. Um, as you seek the Lord, he's going to show you like a metal detector um, where that those, that those gold nuggets are around you. I see them scattered around you. Like one is over here, one is over there, and they're all near you, um, but you don't see them. And so God is... Like his word is like a metal detector, you know, looking for those nuggets, looking for the nuggets that that are around you. And you need this. You need this. You need these, this gold. You need it. And so God is going to show you. God's going to show you how to, how to search for it and how to locate it, how to search for what it is that you need. And so um, it's closer than you think. A lot of it is a lot closer than you think. That's what I'm seeing. So we thank you for Janice, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for those resources that are around her, those things that she needs that are around her that you're going to open her eyes to. Father God, we thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God. It's almost like a like uh, you're gonna you're gonna be able to search it out, but with new eyes, with the eyes of God. And so we thank you, Father God, for Janice. We thank you, Father God, for for that searching for the the searching of what's truly valuable around her in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. Janice, are you there? Oh, I am. How was nice. <laughs> yes. What are you going through? 
Well, I think that I haven't spent enough time with the Lord lately. I've been um, distracted. I had a knee replacement, and I'm rehabbing now. And I've, I've called several times through it because I just needed encouragement. It's a when you go through something like this, you just you need encouragement. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I didn't complete that 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 what I was seeing. I saw four nuggets around you four nuggets and i don't know if uh that makes any sense so i just four saw four like two in the back and i two have near four the children i have four oh. children oh. and i feel they have um scattered i feel like they've scattered oh. and oh god is going to show you I know that they're here local tonight. They live in other states, but I know that they are close by, but I haven't seen them. And uh, I've been worried about that. Uh, Wow. They're precious to you, and so God is going to show you through his word how to locate that, how to pull them in there. They're valuable to you, so therefore he's going to show you as you spend time with the Lord, he's going to show you exactly how to pray, how to draw them in. Uh, he's going and to be the one that's drawing them in. He's going to show you how to locate them. I didn't even say, think about this until just now. My youngest son, his name is Golden. <laughs> What's his name? Golden. <laughs> name my husband's father's name and I didn't like it at first but it has grown on me through the years oh that's beautiful oh my god oh you have left me with my mouth open (laughs) wow I don't know God just left us both with our mouths open because it was not on my mind when you started prophesying in the prayer I didn't even think about it <laughs> see it's in part I don't I, I'm just seeing what God is showing me but I don't know what's going on I'm only seeing part of you 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 know the rest of it you know the whole story oh my before been on my mind, they have been on my mind a lot and then when you said the the gold I'm thinking all kind of different things and then oh my goodness but yes, yes, I constantly, I, I do love each one of them very, very, very much. Yes, precious to you. Wow, my goodness, God is going to do something awesome there. <laughs> wow. So you better listen, draw on Him, and seek Him, so that it's through your prayers yes. that He's going to help yes. you to to locate, you know, each one of them and draw them to you. You know, because you need that. You need that. They need you too. Wow. And um, yeah, and I can see the importance of just getting back into His Word now that I'm on the other side of this operation. And and uh, yes, I can. Yes, I can devote more time. I need to devote more time. Yeah, Thank it you, is Lord. important. 
it's how he sees them too. They're precious. They're precious. They're valuable to him. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He, everybody, how God loves you, he knows exactly what you are all going through. Yes, wow. thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Wow, wow, I can, wow. <laughs> oh, this has been a special night. Wow, my goodness. Thank you, Jesus. Well, um, so is there a, anything special you want us to pray about? Anything else you want to say? Well, no, it was about my children. That was the heavy part of my heart tonight. And um, I just think this is, is good. I need to get back into his word. And we all need to be in his word. And, and not yeah. let even the, the distractions of a physical complication come between you and the word. You need to stay in it. It's really no excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. That, is, that should be so encouraging to you to, to know that God is, is caring even about your four little nuggets. <laughs> Gold nuggets. <laughs> That is so cute, Lord. I'm telling you. Well, thank you, Lord, for Janice. Lord, bless her. Father God, and bless her time that she spends with you, Lord. Reveal to her in prayer how to pray, what to pray, um, how to pray, and even in tongues, Lord. Lord, I pray that you increase her tongues, even as she prays for her children, Mm -hmm. to draw them in, Father God, and just Touch these children of hers, Father God, that that they are uh, compelled, Father God, to uh, to know more of you, Father God, and as they think of you, Father, mm-hmm. that they will remember their mother, Father God, mm-hmm. and that they will have this uh, uh, drawing to to connect, to reconnect with their mother, Father God, that um, that you touch them in a loving way, join them together. Father God, with cords that cannot be broken, Father God, join them all together, Father God, especially in these dark days, these last days, Father God. We just pray that you do a special work in that family, Father God. I pray as well as each person that's listening for their family and their children and their grandchildren, Father God, that you would touch them and work work beautiful um, um, things to bring them together like a beautiful tapestry, Father God, knitting them each together mm-hmm. in a way where it's so strong, stronger than if they were by themselves, Father God, that they would be so strong together, Father God, and that they would sense that that uh, the need yeah. for, for family, for relationship, mm-hmm. restore re- and heal. Father God, heal anything that the enemy has brought between any family members, Father God. We heal, bring healing, Father God. Misunderstandings go in Jesus' name. Father God, bring love, the love of Jesus, Lord, like like uh, like honey, Father God, melting the hearts, Father God, like honey. That your love will melt them like honey, Father God, melting the hearts with sweetness and love, Father God, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Bind them together in your name, in your your ways, Father God, that they would think of you and they would think of their mother, Father God. Bring healing in Jesus' name. Bring healing to those that are listening, Father God. Bring healing. Bring healing, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do and the things that we're going to hear. 
Father God, mm-hmm. of the works that you're going to do in these, these families, Father God, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Ooh. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you, Carmen. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, God bless you, Janice. And you call again, and you know that we're here um, every day of the week. There's always somebody um, to pray for you, okay? It's been a blessing, and thank you all so much. And I'm going to get digging in that word. <laughs> amen, amen. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad. Encouraging, yeah. huh? All right. Yeah. Well, God bless you. You have a blessed week. Bye-bye. Right. You too. All right, let's see. I have, uh, let's see, 910821, your name and where you're from. Hello? Yes, 910821, your name? Yeah, my name is Keisha. 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 Where are you from, Keisha? Chicago. All right. Chicago. Okay. Let me put you on mute and then I'll come back to you. Let me pray for you, okay? Thank you, Lord. I, I, oh, thank you, Jesus. Um, Keisha, you have like a strong exterior, like, um, like you have that strong exterior before others because you've been hurt and uh, you're trying to protect yourself. Um, but there's a, a tender love and gentleness inside of you because of the love of Jesus. And so, you don't have to be that way. You don't have to be that way with everybody. I understand that sometimes, you know, there's people that try to take advantage, but God says, I'm with you. Don't worry. I'm protecting you. There's no need to have that strong exterior because in doing so, people misunderstand who you really are and they don't know your heart. I see your heart, the Lord says. I see your heart. I see that love, that gentleness inside your heart. And Lord, I just pray that that strong exterior, Father God, that you just break that off, the things, the traumas that have uh, caused us to put barriers up, Father God. We just pray that you be broken in the name of Jesus, that you bring healing into our heart, Father God, so that other people will see the beauty, the beauty. Beauty, beauty, beauty for the ashes that she has been through, Father God, the things that have caused ashes in her life, Father God, to cause her to to protect herself, Father God. But I just thank you, Lord, because you're melting all that away. I pray for the healing of God right now to touch her, to touch her in her emotions, 
from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet, Father God, that she would sense your presence right now. That she would sense your your presence like like warm oil. Break that off of her, Father God. Break it in Jesus' name. Oh, yes, I see the cracking, cracking, cracking. Things are cracking and lights coming through. Lights coming through. Thank you, Jesus. Your light is coming through. You're cracking what the enemy is trying to cover up because there's much, much, much things that you have put in her, Father God. I'm going to tell you what I see. It's almost like like there is a covering over you, like in, in your shape, and so it's hard. You know, like how you dunk um, something and it takes the shape of it? Well, I see that, and it's hard, but I see the Lord breaking through that, and as he's breaking through that, there's light shining coming out of, out of from within. And so I thank you, Lord, it's crumbling off of you. Whatever that is that's uh, been holding you back is crumbling off of you. Thank you, Lord. More anointing, more anointing, Father God, more, more. Give her more, 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 and break it off of her in Jesus' name. All I can say is like a hard exterior what is it, Lord? Trauma. Trauma. Break it off of her, Father God, right now in Jesus' name. Set her free. Yeah, and if you have to cry, cry. Yeah, keep breaking it off, Lord. Break it off, break it off. Send your angels to help break some of that off of her. Off her legs, Father God. Off of her legs, Father God. She can walk, she can walk. Break it off, break it off. Thank you, Jesus. Freedom, freedom, freedom. Thank you, Lord. For Keisha from Chicago in Jesus' name. Oh, thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. Amen. Hey, Keisha. Hello. Yeah, hey. <laughs> How are you? I'm fine. Um, so, yeah. So, I guess I do have a hard exterior. And, yes, mm-hmm. uh, I have kind of been noticing that, too. As well as me going through this cold, and I don't know if that because I'm, I don't know. I don't even know what that is about. But um, I've been feeling like, I don't know, like it has been coming up cracking or something. And it feels like whatever I was hiding inside has become strong enough to with the mess that the world is throwing at me. And that I can actually go out and just be me and not feel <laughs> hurt up. You know what I'm saying? 
So yeah, I have mm-hmm. actually. I know. Saying, I, I I've been feeling like that recently, very recently, very very recently. And I was like, wow, I feel good. But anyway, um, hey, so but I'm still, yeah, I'm still, you know, kind of got that, that protective shell around me. Mm-hmm. And yes, I've been looking at my ankles and my legs, and because um, I have edema real bad when I get real stressed, and my legs. Mm-hmm. I've been going to the bathroom for the last two weeks, like, all the time. I mean, I'm just, you know, number one, at least, and I'm just all over the place. And my legs are getting really, really, my, my, um, because my problem is my knees and my, um, my ankles, and they're so skinny. I mean, I'm just, like, kind of releasing all of it. And maybe that release is the part of the healing process, you know, Mm -hmm. with the eating. And mm-hmm. so I'm just, I yeah. just, I have been, I've been staring at my ankles in my, in that part of my legs as I have for the past week, yeah. as a matter of fact. I'm like, wonder why they're so, wow, they're so skinny, still stressed, but they're so skinny. Look how she, you know. So, yeah, you're right. Um, so, and that might be, like I said, that's that's probably a, a part of, part of a, a healing to release, you know, releasing yes. all that, whatever it might Sometimes be having something to do. With. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it comes out like it manifests in the physical. What's happening spiritually, and so mm-hmm. I, what I was seeing was uh, it was mainly happening in, in in your head part and in your a lot in your leg part. Like I was saying. Yeah, my leg. So it's like it was uh, yeah, been having, and off. Yeah, 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 and it's just melting. That all that extra whatever is just melting. My calves look a little bit better, <laughs> you know. So yeah, I know it's just I, I um, yeah. So I like to thank God for everything He has done for me so far, and hopefully thank that God you. will continue to on me, uh, even when yeah. I'm not real on myself. He continues to you know give me that extra attention and love, you know, as I yeah. go through. And whatever that congestion is, Lord, we just pray that you you finish that off and and clear that up in Jesus' name, and and we thank you, Lord, for finishing with that healing, Father God. Whatever needs finishing, Father God, finish it right now in Jesus' name, and never to return in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father God, for that. Thank you, Jesus. Touch her from the top of her head to the the tips of her toes in Jesus' name. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Amen. Is there anything else you'd like to say or you need prayer for? Um, um, just, um, just me and my kids in prayers. And I'll um, just ask that my kids are protected as they are, go through and face their own journey in the world. So that's about it. Yes, Lord, we just pray for that protection for her children. Uh, we pray for them, Father God, that you draw them to you, Father God, that you would draw them closer and closer to you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Do a mighty work, Father God. And I pray for all those that were calling earlier for their families, Father God. So we just continue to ask you for that over her family, Father God, tonight. Thank you, Father God, for the work that you're doing in her life, for setting her free, for setting her children free, Father God, because whatever you set her free from, it's in their DNA, and they're getting free from that, too, in Jesus' name. So we thank you for that. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your protection. We pray Psalm 91 over them. 
as well as all those that are listening and those that will be listening to this message in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. All right, Keisha. This is the first time you've called, have you, or have you called before? I have called the um I usually because Angie be on Angie Joy, that's her name, Angela Joy. She be on. Well, uh-huh. usually I don't know. My first time I've on called Sundays. and wow, yeah. and you was on, so I was like, well, I just hang on and yeah. see what how you, what you sound like. So, <laughs> so thank you so much <laughs> for everything. You and your family All as well. All right. You have a good you night. God ma'am. bless you. You too. God mm-hmm. bless. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, all right. We have another caller. Let's see. All right. Two five one two two nine. Your name and where you're from. Uh, yes, this is Sarah from Alabama. Sarah from Alabama. Okay. Give me a minute. Let me put you on mute. Thank you, Father God, for my sister Sarah. Father God from Alabama, Lord. I see you holding like a drum and beating on the drum like you're marching to the beat. You're marching to the beat. You're marching to what God's heart is. As you hear the Lord, I hear, I see you like you're beating as you're hearing the Lord. So you're marching to the beat of what's beating in God's heart. And it's almost like it's so enjoyable for you that you're relaying this this sound of what you're hearing God say in such a way that it's enjoyable for you, that it is uh, wonderful. It's like almost making music. But with the drums, you know, you're you're sounding the drums. I don't know what the message in the in the drums are, but there is a message there. There's a message there from what you're hearing the Lord tell you. Um, it's almost like you know, you know how when you're in a parade and you see these uh, these uh, young people with their their drums and they're marching in their uniforms. And it's a festive time when they're boom, boom, boom. And that's what I'm seeing you. It's like you're marching to the beat. You're marching to the beat of what God is saying, to God's heartbeat. And so it's, a, it's like a festive time. You're, you're, the, you're, you're relaying that out to others. And I see other people like cheering, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sort of like, you know, in a parade, in a parade. There's something about that drum and you. Um, beating on that that drum, uh, relaying what you're hearing from the heartbeat, from the heartbeat. It's almost like you're hearing it and you're beating it. And so we thank you, Lord, because of um, Sarah's hearing, that she's hearing you clearly and that she's relaying what she hears to others and it's causing joy in their hearts. There's, it's causing celebration in their hearts, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father God, for that. 
Father God. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Jesus, for that joyous, joyous time in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in Sarah. Thank you, Lord, for how you're using Sarah. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Chief. Sarah, what are you doing, girl? <laughs> well, you're definitely hearing the voice of the Lord, and it's definitely prophetic coming from the Lord. Um, because on today, it was like um, my nephew's wife uh, needed something, and because she, you know, had some car problems and everything. And I was like, Lord, what will you have me to do? <laughs> and so, um, and <laughs> and I was like, and, and my uh, daughter was like, okay, Mom. Uh, you know, Leah was like, um, what are you going to do? I said, whatever the Lord wants me to do, I'm going to do it. And it was like, you know, um, so that's when it comes in prophetically that, you know, I was like listening, going, listening, going, whatever he wanted me to do. So um, that within itself let me know, you know. Uh, it and was I bringing did it with joy, joy to whoever was listening too. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it you were ministering. Joy. Yeah, I praise the Lord. You know. Thank you, Jesus. And uh thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Wow. Glory. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. So you're hearing him and uh those that are around you are hearing him too. They're hearing what you're doing. They're seeing what you're doing. And it's glorifying God. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Um, Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing, my sister. Thank you, Lord. That's funny, the way that he showed me. Like if you were in a parade with a drum, you know, like you're drumming. <laughs> Drums. Drums. <laughs> there's got to be something else to that. I know there's got to be something else to that. Drums. Drums. Let's mm-hmm. see something. I don't know, there's got to be something else. I just feel like there's something else. Go ahead. Well, maybe because, you know, God is, he's a God of order. So maybe just in the orderly fashion, you know, when you're beating the drums, you're, you know, with me, it's like one, two, <laughs> you know, in the fashion that, um, I was doing it just going in that order, you know. So maybe the the drums and going with joy. So I don't know if that kind yeah, of Yeah, in the Bible, the tambourine symbols were musical instruments that were used in religious ceremonies, festivals, and other cultural events. So it's like celebration. It has to do with celebration. Um, it's connecting the earth. God, heaven and earth it's like there's a connection there so i'm not i'm not sure but i know that god has a, a reason maybe you'll know about it later on so don't forget to, to let us <laughs> let us know what's going on with that one but that's what i clearly saw you with uh 
with drums. <laughs> that you were, you know, you had like, you know, one big drum in front of you that you were playing the drums, but it was that you were playing it as you were hearing God. So you were making the same sound that God was making. So apparently there's something about celebration with that. Um, I don't know if you're, are you in, in church with a worship or something? Uh, yeah, I, you know, attend my cousin's, uh, well, he's my mom's nephew. And uh, they, you know, they, well, my um, cousin, she plays, mm-hmm. she does the singing, she does the singing, and then my other cousin, he does the beating of the drums. But, you know, I just do the praise and worship um, along with them. So it could be good things. Well, it has to do with with celebration, and others are are hearing it too. So whatever it is, is you're bringing it to others. It may have something to do yet in the future, or um, maybe it's happening. You don't remember it right now because that's happened to me before. So I'll hear a prophecy, and then I'm like, what? And then a day later or later, hours later, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> That's what it means. So it could be still in the future, something that's going to happen. So um, instruments are always something, you know, festive, something of the Lord to bring, you know, what God is saying. Even through the vibrations of, of the sounds. It vibrates, you know, it even talks about, uh, and uh, even the if the rocks don't, if we don't praise the Lord, the rocks will cry out. And, you know, there's there's that noise of worshiping God. Oh, well, not noise, but, you know, the rhythm, the, the sounds. Um, and even the sounds can break, even in worship, um, something that will just push the enemy. I don't know, or maybe you placing music in your car could have something to do with that with worship um, in your car. Maybe something festive that also lifts up the the, the spirit. It's like David. David um, would play um, the harp, right? And mm-hmm. um, he would play for Saul, and and Saul was getting set free. So there there might be something that. You know, and it brings joy when people get set free. They, it brings joy, so the, it has something to do with that. Maybe with children. Uh, are you doing something with children? Yeah, maybe and that's, uh, um, maybe that's it. Mhm. Bringing joy. I just saw you like you know, and there's children in the crowds. There's people in the crowds, and you know, in a in a parade. Think about it. It's bringing joy, so it has probably has something to do with the children, bringing joy, you know, the worship of the Lord in joy, you know. Praise God. Well, you'll find out, and you'll let me know next week. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. Praise you, Glory Lord. to God. So, do you have anything for us to pray about, anything you want to say tonight? Give us one of your nuggets. Well, I have a testimony. Go for uh, it. I feel a lot better. 
Yeah, since I've been praying with uh, the PGN uh, prayer group uh, and mm-hmm. prophet prophetess, I, you know, sometimes I would pray about, um, you know, physical, you know, the knees and, you know, and um, just physical things as far as, like, the overall body. I feel a lot better since I've been praying and and you know when you don't complain or when you don't do any of that and just give God the glory, um mm-hmm. it's like he comes through. He comes through for you. Because mm-hmm. he knows, you know, he he has it and you're not worrying about anything. So <laughs> mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, yeah. So I just had that testimony. Thank mm-hmm. God. Well, Father, thank you, Father God, for Sarah. Thank you, Father God, for using her, for allowing her to hear your voice and hear the the sounds of heaven, Father God. And I just lift up her daughter, Father God, that you would just be with her and guide her and lead her, Father God, protect her, Father God. And, Lord, use that young woman for your glory. Touch her and use her, Father God, with those around her. Uh, I pray that you surround her with uh, good people and, Father God, those people that you do surround her that may not be um, as godly, that you use her, Father God, to minister to them in a special way where they're touched and and that the, the presence of God will just, you know, envelop her and the other person that they will know that Jesus is with them. And so we thank you, Father God, for what you're doing in her daughter's life and Sarah's life. And we ask you to bless them and help them. And, um, and, and Lord, give, give both Sarah and her daughter the purpose of what you put them here on earth for, that you make that so clear to them what their purpose is, Father God, and that they may walk in it. Father God, and that the greater joy will come out of it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Now, honestly, I, I sense that there's something the Lord is doing in you, Sarah, and I guess you have not discovered that yet, and you will. As you continue seeking him, there's something that he mm-hmm. has for you. That he has for you. I know that you're godly. You seek the Lord. But sometimes, you know, I mean, even I've found myself like, Lord, what do you want me to do? Um, And so when he reveals things to us, it's just so freeing and so like, oh, okay. You know, it makes sense now. Um, So I pray that over you in the name of Jesus, that God would open your eyes to this plan that he has for you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. All right, It's always a pleasure to hear my sister Sarah from Alabama. It's a pleasure every time I talk with you, too, and pray with you and seek the Lord. And it's so true that what you were saying, you know, seek his face more and more each day, and he'll bring himself to you, you know. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, comes up yeah. with you. Yeah, and don't listen to the enemy because God is on our side. God is watching what we're, we're, we're doing. And sometimes when even we don't realize all the things that he's 
involved in. He is involved in our lives very much. So thank you, Lord. Amen. All right, Sarah. Thank you. Well, God bless you. I hope you have a great, blessed week that God blesses your socks off this week. Oh, you too. Thank you, Sister Carmen. <laughs> All right. Okay, girl. God bless. All right. Thank you. God bless you. All right. right. I have other callers, but they don't have their hands raised up. So if you want to be ministered to tonight, please raise your hand by dialing one, and that will get you into the queue. If not, I'm going to play this song, and then we'll end the show. Give me one minute here. I enter the holy of holies. I enter through the blood of the Lamb. I enter to worship you only. I enter to
on the line, and uh, if you want a ministry tonight, uh, just dial one, and you'll get into the queue. Um, Don't be bashful. All right. Well, if there's no one else that wants to be ministered tonight, well, I pray that you have a good night's sleep, that you have a good week, that you be blessed, and uh, have a good starting of this new year. In Jesus' name. I want to play one more song, which I like to play. Give me one second. To bless you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and give you peace. Amen.
Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 